Welcome to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start balancing your hormones naturally. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am a functional diagnostic nutritional practitioner. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your journey to better understanding your hormonal health and how it affects your everyday life. It is so important to make sure that you are getting non-toxic tampons because you are wearing these for 24 hours, five to seven days, every single one of your cycles, right? We already know what you put on your skin is absorbed into your bloodstream, right? You are literally getting all of those toxins that are in a lot of our conventional tampons and pads. I have seen so many women just make the switch to non-toxic tampons and pads, and it has made a massive difference in their period cramps. So let's, let's take this step. You know, you're already paying attention to the lifestyle things and the nutrition things that we talk about. So let's take that step and make sure that we are using non-toxic period products. But you guys, we also need them to work. And this is why I choose Garnu and I am so excited to partner with them. Right now, Garnu has, they have period cups and they have tampons and they're very soon going to be opening up into pads, which is, you know, we're going to cover all of our bases then, which is really, really, really great. You know, I love partnering with small businesses because I get to know the nitty gritty. I like to ask all those questions. I, I really, I loved getting to know Macy, who is the founder and the owner. And you can also just go right onto their website. They're very transparent about all of their ingredients as well. Their cotton is 100% um, got certified. So that's really important. You don't have any chlorine, bleach, no dyes, no fragrance. So you guys know titanium dioxide. I know that was a really big concern in a lot of tampons. So here you just get all of the wins all around. On top of that, every single subscription will go to support feminine hygiene training and female entrepreneurship to Nepali women and girls who are vulnerable to trafficking. Garnu is actually derived from the Nepali word for rescue, which is very, very cool. So you literally get to support the show, get non-toxic tampons, and support other women at the same time. And your tampons get delivered in this like cute little subscription box, opposed to having to like go to the store when you run out, which I've done that. I know you probably have, but I cannot recommend switching over to non-toxic tampons more. It is such a big part of your hormone health journey. And I love this company and I know that you're going to love them too. So here's the inside scoop. You want to get the best bang for your buck. Okay. So set up a subscription for four bucks every four months, and this is going to get you free shipping. Okay. And then stack that with the discount Leah, L-E-A-H, and that gives you 15% off. So now you're going to get free shipping and 15% off um, and you're set up for the next four months. And it's super easy to cancel or skip. You know, if you're like, oh my gosh, I still have enough tampons, you can go ahead and um, skip your next shipment. So very, very simple to do. Just go to garnu.com, G-A-R-N-U-U.com and use the code Leah. We will also make sure that that is in the show notes for you as well. Hey ladies, welcome back to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast. So we have Caitlin on today. And if you guys don't know Caitlin, she is our co-coach in Hormone Reset Program and Hormone Reset Premium Access. And Caitlin uh, saves my life because <laughs> she helps me out so much. <laughs> um, 
you went through the hormone reset program back in its infancy, which uh, was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And you have been coaching with me for two years, I think now. Yeah, I think we're on our third year now that Dang. it's 2023. I think that's making that's us old. I know. Um, so yeah, Time you've flies. been here for a while. And so you have your bachelor's in exercise science and nutrition. And Caitlin is finishing up um, training in hair mineral analysis and then um, going to help guide her so that she can help us, you know, with taking on more clients when it comes to labs in the Hormone Reset Premium Access, just because right now we're literally limited by the amount of people we can take because, you know, there's only we, we want to make sure that you are getting premium access treatment and that includes labs. So um, what we thought we would do is Caitlin decided to jump on as a guinea pig because I feel like my tests are not as informative right now because I'm either pregnant or breastfeeding. <laughs> so they don't really – they're not very helpful, I feel they're like, different. to the general public. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we ran Caitlin's hair mineral analysis and Dutch panel um, a a little bit ago, and Mm -hmm. we're going to talk over what came up with her results and how we correlated that with her symptoms and the results that she's had implementing her protocol from that. And then we're actually running retests right now to just see the improvement because retests are so cool um, because it's uncovering layers of the onion. So my favorite test to retest is the hair mineral analysis, because as you balance those four main minerals, which we're going to talk about, you uncover all of these super cool things. So um, I'm going to let you take the floor for a second, Caitlin, if you want to just share about, you know, the symptoms you were kind of dealing with before we ran those tests, Um, which Caitlin, up until this point, well, you still are. It's not like you stopped, <laughs> but you were killing it at your foundations. You know, like you, you've been balancing your blood sugar. You've been focusing on sleep and, um, you know, eating for your cycle and exercising for your cycle and stress management, but, and you can share as little as you would like, but you did go through a very traumatic event, which obviously we're going to see that on your lab. So, um, also, I just want to side note, if you guys are watching the video, I'm going to just keep saying, like, are you watching the video on YouTube? We match. Like, I did not plan oh, that. But, do. like, we are just purpling it up. So go us. You channeled me this time. I did. I did. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> All right. Go ahead. Okay. So, yeah. Um, let's talk about some of the symptoms first that I was going through. And like you said, I was really good with my foundations, having gone through the Hormone Reset Program several years ago, um, balancing my blood sugar, taking care of my liver, especially because I was on birth control for 13 years. And so long. So long. And no one ever said a word to me like that that was an issue. You know, they're just like, you'd go in, they'd ask if you want more, you know, no Mm -hmm. questions asked. So I came off birth control cold turkey. And because I started learning about all the side effects and the long-term health effects. And I was just like, oh my gosh, get this out of me. I don't want anything to do with this. So um, I was on the Implanon, which later became Nexplanon, 
I think mm-hmm. if I have the, or that's flip flopped. I can't remember. Um, so I had it removed, and then about four years or four months to the day is when I was having severe gut health issues. My acne was so bad. I all of a sudden I gained seven pounds of weight overnight one time. And, you know, back then I was like, oh my gosh, like how am I gaining this much fat? Now I know that it can't be that, but it was essentially inflammation. And so I just knew from what I learned through the hormone reset program, liver health, super important, gut health, super important. Um, Exercising with my cycle is something that I sort of explored on my own and Mm -hmm. started to learn more about that because I was also powerlifting at the time Mm -hmm. and I was just getting into powerlifting and I gained 10, at least 10 pounds. It was probably closer to 15 um, in a very short amount of time. And it was just funny because all the guys were like, oh, you're just, you're putting on muscle. It's awesome. And I'm just like, where? Like, I don't look super ripped. Like, I just feel like a balloon. Like, this is not muscle. Something is wrong with me. Um, so yeah, paid very closely attention to my foundations. But then yeah. in 2021, uh, in October, my dad passed away and he actually committed suicide. So that yeah. was very traumatic, very like I would have never guess that that's the way he went out but you know as anyone would going through that that can be very stressful very traumatizing um I kind of just put my life on the back burner for the next year you know I was still doing what I could to focus on my foundations you know because by that point um those were already habitual to me like nothing Mm -hmm. was really changing that so then Um, I kind of took a break. Well, not yet. So then (laughs) um, in April of 2022, yes, because it's 2023, I was training for powerlifting nationals and Mm -hmm. I had a, I got a back injury. I threw out my lower back while I was deadlifting and that put me out from lifting Like Mm -hmm. I couldn't walk. I just, it was so, it threw off my routine very badly because, you know, exercising is my life and I love it so much. And then all of a sudden take that away from me. I (laughs) didn't know what to do. And I just had to focus on healing and I, I could barely work out. So at this point I was just, you know, trying to walk and stay on top of movement in some way or form. But it took a while for my back to be healed. And I think a lot of that, too, is just stress, the stress of losing my dad. And, you know, we all have stress that we don't think is stressful. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, maybe that's stress in your diet, stress during school, stress in your family, just like all sorts of things that we just kind of push under the rug and ignore. And we're like, no, I'm fine. Like, I'm not stressed, but then it all comes, it can come out in the form of an injury or gut issues and other health issues. So lots of like stress and changes going on during that time. Mm -hmm. And so when we tested, we did my first HEMA and Dutch testing at the end of 2022. And that's when you could see like everything was starting to 
makes sense to me because I, I've always been the type of person where like I can be very numb to emotions. It's not that I don't feel emotions, but I'm really good at pushing them aside, working, like ignoring it, I would say. And just like that type of person that's like, no, I'm not stressed. Mm -hmm. Um, and mind you, I was also going to talk therapy um, mm-hmm. the entire year of 2022. I've been going for four years now. Um, so that's even though that's been really helpful, my HEMA test still showed that my body was under stress. Um, and the fact that it was it's always been hard for me to lose weight. And I would well, I would say ever since I came off birth control, when I was mm-hmm. on birth control, like it felt like life was much simpler to be completely honest, mm-hmm. but that wasn't my body functioning at its optimal potential. Um, so ever since I came off, it was always difficult to lose weight. I was able to heal my acne, which was nice just through gut health, but mm-hmm. my HEMA tests, like I, I still had times of bloating. I still was gassy from certain foods and stuff like that. So it's not, I, so I knew my gut health wasn't, still Mm -hmm. at its optimal function. Um, And then anxiety, you know, a lot of that can just come from the events that I went through, but also just an imbalance in minerals, which Mm -hmm. I learned after testing. So I feel like those were the biggest things that I struggled Mm -hmm. with, the difficulty losing weight, the anxiety, um, Mm -hmm. some still lingering gut issues, even though I had been focusing on gut health for several years. Granted, Mm -hmm. it wasn't as bad as it used to be, but there was still just like some lingering problems, which we later found that testing was able to give me answers to. Um, And then just like with my Dutch test, um, which I know we're going to go over, but there were some markers there that um, were kind of good to see, like Mm -hmm. just the fact that, because I had been taking care of my liver for <laughs> several years now, things were functioning the right way. My hormones were being metabolized the right way, so on yeah. and so forth. So um, it was just really cool to see. And I bet that if we would have tested right when I came off birth control versus now, mm-hmm. like I can't even imagine mm-hmm. what it used to be like just with how many issues I had yeah. I was going through. And it's so crazy. So just like to do a little bit of a recap here, um, you know, when you were just doing the foundations and everything that we teach in the hormone reset program, I know you actually started, you got regular ovulations. So you weren't even ovulating up until Mm -hmm. that point. So I know everyone's like, but why didn't the foundations work? And they did. Like they got Mm -hmm. you very, very far. Like your skin was clearing up, um, just seeing the difference in your skin. Um, from before and after the hormone reset program, you were regularly ovulating. Um, digestion was so much better. Um, you know, you had made all of these improvements, but you were like, what is the next step? Like, how can I, you know, I'm feeling better, but I feel like maybe I could feel even like better. Is there a next level up? And when you were saying like, everything seemed so easy on birth control, I think it's so tempting to for women to be like, let me just go back on it because things yeah. are so bad off of it. Um, and it's hard to kind of look at it like that. But 
it is simply a band-aid, right? So it's like whether you choose to come off now or whether you're choosing to come off at a different time, like it is a band-aid. So those symptoms are going to come out full force. And the longer you are on, probably the worse they're going to be, right? That's a longer time that you are um, – you know, birth control has been shown to mess up your gut. It's been shown to compromise your gut microbiome. It's been shown um, to suppress your to suppress your hormones and deplete your minerals. And I mean, it literally is a known carcinogen. Literally, known yeah. carcinogen. <laughs> and so I, I think you know, knowing that, like you, you need to be given these answers. You're when you have all these period issues and your doctor's like, well, you know, it was fine on birth control. So let's just go back on that. Well, that's not fixing anything. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and can you imagine if you had come off, you know, it's always recommended just come off and you can have a baby next month. Right. Like you weren't even ovulating like that would never have worked. right? Right. And all it's depleting you of all these necessary nutrients that you actually need to support your body during pregnancy. Um, and then I have women that come off of it as they're going into menopause and it is just horrific mm-hmm. because you go from your, your estrogens already like suppressed because you're on, let's say you're on ho- the hormonal, um, birth control. And so when you go through menopause, right, your estrogen's coming down. So you're coming from this synthetic estrogen <laughs> and not even to like somebody who's ovulating and producing any estrogen. You're going to menopause levels of estrogen. It's like you jump off the estrogen cliff. Um, not great in terms of symptoms. So yeah. I think, you know, knowing, being aware of these side effects is really important because um, you're just not told that, you know, um, it's over 50% of women that are on birth control are actually on it for period issues. I think the exact number is like 68%. Don't quote me on that number. I haven't looked at the exact number in a couple months. Um, so that's crazy to me, right? And then on top of that, um, 50% actually come back to their doctor for side effects within one year. Um, and you know, then it's like, oh, let's just try a different one or let's put you on anti-anxiety meds or whatever, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. symptom upon symptom upon symptom. So, um, yeah, let's go ahead and kind of look at your, your HTMA here. Um, so if you're watching the the video, yeah, you guys can, um, pop on and see my screen. Um, and Just a little disclaimer here. I'm not going to go over Caitlin's specific protocol because I just, I just don't think that is safe. Number one, I think we should always remember that what I put every single client on is very individual based off of their history, um, based off like when you become hormone reset premium access client, right. And we're running labs, you fill out (laughs) so many forms, so many forms, because I need to know the nitty gritty. What's your medical history? What is your lifestyle? What's your nutrition look like? What have you done in the past? What supplements are you on medication? Because that is going to impact how I read this test. Like, If you just read this test at surface face value, for example, let's say you look at this and we're looking at your four main minerals. So when you look at an HTMA, you always start with the four main minerals, calcium, magnesium, sodium, and potassium. Think about them as your your pyramid. So it's the bottom and upon which we build the rest of them, right? Now, um, 
what we have going on here, if you looked at her calcium, for example, it says it's 259. Now, if you look at that in reference range of what is considered optimal, which is about 42 to 63, that we would like to see on a hair test, you would go, whoa, your calcium is so high, Caitlin. That's the issue, right? Um, You need to figure out where you're getting in calcium or whatever. But that's not the issue. In terms of calcium, um, when we see this in a HTMA, when it is above 150, it's what we call a calcium shell, okay? And when we have this calcium shell, your your body is pushing this calcium into your hair, into your arteries, instead of into our bones in our teeth. And the issue that we have with this is, you know, you obviously aren't absorbing it, right? It's not doing what we need it to do. And our calcium controls our nervous system. Thyroid hormone is very dependent upon calcium being bioavailable. Insulin release is dependent upon calcium being available, okay? It helps regulate our cell permeability. It's important for blood clotting, right? So it's not high. You have a loss and it is in a calcium shell. And we see this typically due to trauma. Calcium is a very, very emotional mineral, okay? So your body is under stress, an acute state of stress. You know, I would say your dad dying definitely quantifies as an acute state of stress. Mm -hmm. And calcium is numbing, okay? So your body is trying to take care of you, right? Our body is always trying to take care of us, right? So when we look at, you know, these tests and we just go, what's wrong with my body? My body is so broken. This, you know, my hormones are all over. My minerals are all over. You need to come back. You need to come back and be like, okay, your body is always trying to take care of you, right? It's always trying to save you. So at its root, like why would calcium be doing this, right? It's trying to take care of you, right? It's an emotional mineral. It's a sedative mineral, okay? So it really acts as like this psychological buffer element. So, you know, if you are really, really stressed, your body is pushing out that loss of calcium into the hair and arteries because it's a numbing mineral. And when you reach above that 150 and you're in that calcium shell, what is very often like what happens is that you are you kind of feel almost like you are outside your body watching what's going on. So very emotionally numbing, a lot of social withdrawal. Um, You know, you're like, you can feel the emotions, like you know what's going on, but you're also just kind of watching what's going on. Um, And I will also tell you the first time I ran an HTMA um, after my brother passed away, my calcium was through the roof. Like it was so high. I'm pretty sure my calcium was in the 300s. <laughs> it was high. Um, and that's what, that's what stress and trauma can do. And, you know, there are some people where it's like, if they are super stressed, um, they will, you know, be in this calcium shell. Maybe their calcium is high until your body has nothing left. And you go into what we would call four lows where there's the, the minerals are just tanked. Um, this case, this scenario, which we're looking at right now, um, is a lot easier to come out of than four lows. When I have clients where all of their minerals are tanked across the board, um, 
it's very, very hard to come out of, especially depending on how long you've been in there, because, you know, most of the time it's very connected to something like mold illness, you know, something like, you know, Lyme disease or like extreme, just long-term stress. Um, and you did the work here emotionally, but I will say that is one of the hardest things for people when they see, you know, whatever their mineral pattern is, especially if it's connected to emotions and needing to, you know, work through some things. It's like, I don't want to do that. I'll take the supplements and I'll do the lifestyle, but I don't want to deal with the emotional side of things. But unfortunately, or fortunately, um, you know, that is a big suppression of healing. You know, you have to be able to walk through the emotion right now. Like the calcium is helping numb you. Right. Mm -hmm. And to get through that, you, you can't just kind of hop over it. You got to go through it. Um, so when we went on your protocol to help break your calcium shell and bring it down back into your bones and your teeth, we did talk a lot about symptoms that can come up, you know, like a lot of crying, a lot of like those emotions are going to come back up. And I'm like, you know, you have to make sure um, you have a plan in place. So we were like, okay, if these symptoms crop up, you know, these are some changes we're going to make in our protocol to slow it down. But you also need to make sure that you continued going to therapy, that you had that support system and let them know, um, you know, emotions may get a little rocky. And they definitely um, did once I started yeah. my protocol. I remember there were days where I was just like, cr- like it, al- it almost felt like PMS. Like I was just crying yeah. for no reason. But mm-hmm. Then when I thought about, you know, my protocol and I'm like, wow, okay, this is, this is how it's supposed to be working. It's fine. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm going to be okay. Like, it was just very reassuring to know that Mm -hmm. what I was doing was working how it was supposed to be. Oh, hold on. Siri just decided to like talk to me for some reason. (laughs) literally did i say siri (laughs) (laughs) um i'm telling you i try and get that aspect of my phone to work and it never works but you know when it works just randomly when you don't need it (laughs) so dumb um i have a client right now who has extreme copper toxicity and copper toxicity is um Copper toxicity is one of those metals that, you know, we need a little bit of, but at higher levels, it causes a lot of mental health issues like extreme anxiety, depression. Um, uh, I mean, it causes so many gut issues. Copper is, you know, horrible. It's just so bad um, in terms of toxicity. And she started her protocol and she goes, oh my gosh, I'm a hot mess. She's like, I just can't stop crying. And so I'm like, okay, you need to stop this. You need to slow down this and you need to up, um, the, this part of your protocol. And so she did. And she messaged me two days later and she's like, okay, I feel normal again. It's like, okay, there we go. Now let's like, you have to get rid of the copper. We don't want to leave that around, but you know, we also wouldn't like it if you weren't a hot mess and, you know, feeling horrible for, you know, however long your copper protocol is, you know? So right. And there's definitely a juggling act here. Um, well, and just and, to bounce off of that yeah. real quick, like this is why it's also important to work with a practitioner or someone and not just receive a protocol and mm-hmm. have them send you on your way because yep. 
if you're a hot mess, you need to be able to talk to your practitioner about it. And you need someone to explain to you exactly what's going to happen. And Mm -hmm. like, even in my case with me being extra emotional, it was nice to just, like you said, we had that plan in place. And I feel like that's one of the big benefits of working one-on-one with someone instead of just like getting your test results and trying Mm -hmm. to find someone to explain it to you. And then you're on your way. Yeah. Well, and on top of that too, I am actually baffled by the amount of people that come to me with labs that they've had run or by other um, people. And they just tried to treat the test results instead of you have to know why. Like, why is your calcium high? We, we, we become really good friends when we set premium access because you'll hear me be like, so what has gone on in the past that would cause, you know, calcium to be this high? We have to figure it out. You know, we can't just, you know, assume. And I think that that is, like you said, it's very important to work with somebody. And I think it's, this is why I don't do one-off labs. People are like, can I just get labs run with you? I'm like, no, you cannot because labs are just a huge part of a puzzle, but they are a part of the puzzle. And I think mm-hmm. it's such a disservice to people to like give them a lab and give them a protocol for their lab and not help them with the foundations right. and everything else that got them to the results that lab showed us. I just, I just think that's a disservice. Um, and the other thing I kind of want to touch on here is – People are like, well, my my hair test looks very different than my blood test. And it's like, yes, that's true. Um, because your blood is always trying to stay at homeostasis, okay? Blood wants to be at homeostasis. So it will pull or deposit minerals into the tissues to try and stay at homeostasis. So when we start looking at, you know, significant ratios and things like that, um, it actually can show up in your hair weeks and months before it would actually show up in a blood test. So hair tests can actually be very preventative in that sense, which is really nice. And especially with magnesium, for example, only about 1% of that shows up in the blood because that's not actually where magnesium lives, right? And so you can't really get a great accurate reading based off of a blood test, which is why I really like the hair mineral analysis. Um, which brings us right into um, over here into our hair mineral, um, our magnesium, which is our one of our second main minerals. And magnesium, you've probably heard me talk about this all the time because 78% of women in the U.S. are deficient in magnesium, right? Um, magnesium, your magnesium was at 24. Ideally, it should be about a 6. Um, again, if you were looking at this... <laughs> you were looking at this oh it's so high (laughs) yes I don't need magnesium and this is what right this just yanks my chain because um I I love the hair mineral analysis I love it love it love it love it it is only as powerful as the person reading it because if you do not know how to look at this test as a whole like you can someone asked me they're like why can't I just buy this like online I see a place to buy it online like why um why is it important to like go through someone who can who is trained to read it because I don't know there's some people that try and base 
other people's tests off of their test. And I'm like, don't Good do luck. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have spent so long um, taking multiple, multiple courses on this from um, so many people because I think HTMA is such a valuable tool. But if you were going to, for example, look at this and go, oh my gosh, my magnesium's so high. Like, it's so high. I need to stop taking magnesium. But you need to correlate this with your other minerals. Okay. So for example, one of the minerals that I correlate with is calcium. If calcium is this high of a loss, if calcium has this shell, it pushes out magnesium. That is their relationship. Okay. Another one that I look at is potassium. What do we need potassium for? We need it to actually absorb magnesium. So I'm looking at this. I'm going, wow, you really have no potassium, Caitlin. (laughs) And your calcium is a loss. So therefore magnesium is a loss, right? Now we would look at this differently if those mineral ratios were different. So again, like you can't just compare one test to the other. You have to um, compare the minerals with what you're seeing. So we know that magnesium is a loss. Now, does this mean we're just going to up her magnesium dosage? No, we're actually not going to up her magnesium dosage. We're going to look at bringing up the other minerals that help you absorb magnesium. We're going to actually focus on breaking that calcium shell because as we bring down calcium, not bring it down, but deposit it back into the bones and the teeth, that's going to help absorption of magnesium. We're going to look at other forms of getting a magnesium. Maybe we're going to do more topical versus internal, you know, like there's so many different strategies here. Um, But when she has this massive loss of magnesium here, you guys can all take a massive guess at to what symptoms she's going to be having, but it's going to be um, fatigue, PMS symptoms, depression. It's a really big one. Confusion. And so you're probably like, yep, check mark, check mark, check mark. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to have all of those symptoms. You know, a lot of times people will resonate with two out of like the 10, you know, but um, there are some people that also <laughs> resonate with all 10. All of them. Um, okay, we're going to quickly touch on two more of these minerals. And then there's so much more to this test, but I don't want this episode to be like 20 hours long. Um, it easily which, could be. I, yeah. <laughs> when I, I always send these videos, so I, I'll do a screen video, like a screen recording of the test, explaining it and walking through protocols for everyone in Hormone Reset Premium as- Access. And there are some of these, like, I think the longest one to date, I did send over like almost an hour long video because like there was just that much that I wanted to walk them through with on the test. Um, but quickly, um, sodium over here is our, um, battery. (laughs) That's how I think about sodium. (laughs) Um, sodium is an extracellular mineral. So, when it's high, it's not actually a loss. Um, it is regulated by your adrenal glands. And like I said, it's a battery. Okay. Now, sodium, one of the big things is it's very volatile. So it's actually very easy to change, like to make it go up and down. And stress is one thing that will really, really drive up um, when you're actually in the moment of acute stress that will really drive up sodium. So, you know, that's something that was kind of helpful to look at 
here with Caitlin, it's like, okay, potentially you aren't actually in this state of acute stress at the moment. You know, maybe this is more of like a chronic thing that's going on. Um, but sodium should ideally on an HTMA, we like to see it about 21 to 24 ish. And when it is this low, you know, you, one of the big things that you have, the symptom is abdominal bloating because sodium affects your stomach acid levels. So when you have low stomach acid levels and you have low sodium, this is going to be affecting your digestion and absorption of food, right? So then that means you probably are going to have issues with all your other minerals because your stomach acid is low. Now we don't stop here. We don't just go, oh, cool. Your stomach acid is low. Let's raise it. Let's give you some HCL. Like, no. Why is her stomach acid low? Is it just because she has low sodium? Does she have H. pylori, which is a bacterium that resides in your stomach that lowers um, your sodium? You know? Like, let's figure out why. Let's just not tell her to take copious amounts of Celtic sea salt, right? Um, and then potassium, I, I go back and forth. I, I think every single one of the four main minerals is my favorite mineral. <laughs> but potassium holds a special place in my heart because potassium is your stress mineral and it sensitizes your cell to your thyroid hormone. So ideally you should be at about a 13. You are at a five or you were, I don't think you're there anymore. Um, so a lot of times when potassium is this low, I'm not diagnosing you with hypothyroidism by any long stretch of the imagination, but when potassium is this low, it sensitizes your cell to your thyroid hormone. So What's sensitizing your cell to your thyroid hormone if your potassium is literally less than half of what it's supposed to be, right? So you can have a lot of symptoms of hypothyroidism um, without it ever showing up on a lab because you're going to get what's called cellular hypothyroidism before you get glandular. So before it's going to show up in that blood work, right? So this again, preventative. How cool is it that we can then be like, okay, let's fix these minerals. Let's fix these ratios um, to help support your your thyroid. Um, And the other thing with potassium is it's your stress mineral. The more stressed you are, the more depleted it gets. So you got to bring it up and it helps with your absorption of magnesium. So when potassium is this low, you know, what happens Um, is you have a lot of symptoms like constipation or water retention. So feeling really puffy, blood sugar issues, skin issues. Mm -hmm. Um, and one of the big ones I see is allergies and irregular heartbeats actually, which, Mm -hmm. yeah, the irregular heartbeats is one that always, um, interesting, like scares everybody. And they're like, you know, all of my heart stuff came back normal. I don't understand why I'm having these heartbeat, irregular heartbeats and things like that. And so, um, really going back to like, what are your minerals looking like and things like that. Um, so I am not going to, I mean, we could dive so much more into this test, um, just in terms of like cobalt and liver and significant ratios and all of that kind of stuff. But, um, I do want to look a little bit at your Dutch. So I am going to pull up your Dutch here um, just so we can see. And I'm pretty sure I think I successfully switched tabs. Did you I? did. Yes. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Go, Leah. Okay. 
can see that we can see the top half. Okay, so this is an overview. We're going to scroll down to here. So when you're looking at a Dutch test, the star on the left is low, the star on the right is high. Um, purple is postmenopausal. Um, so some things that we kind of just looked at overall that this is just telling us from this snapshot. Um, your estrogen levels actually look really, really great um, in terms of their level. And the other thing that we noticed is that you were metabolizing your hormones primarily down your 2-OH pathway, which we really, really like to see. So all of that was great. Um, we could do a little bit better job of methylating, but overall it wasn't bad. But we did see that, um, you know, we could do a little bit of a better job methylating. And then there's a very, like, over here, <laughs> I'm just going to change topics really quick. Um, if you are watching, I hope you're watching the video. I'm looking at her DHEAS and her testosterone. So when we look at DHEAS, the sulfation, right, when that is significantly lower than testosterone and androsterone, for example, um, we know that you're having trouble sulfating, which is, you know, phase two liver detox, right? And it's actually not significantly lower. So we're like, okay, we're not dealing with a ton of issues with sulfation, which is really, really good, right? Okay. So phase two is yep. doing okay. Um, Caitlin does a great job with getting her amino acids and taurine and, you know, all that good stuff in from her food. But we could do a better job with methylation, right? And methylation does have a lot to do with MTHFR gene mutation, right? So, you know, that could be one of the things that was an issue here. You know, it could also be something with her COMPT gene. You know, all of this comes in, um, you know, if you're just kind of looking at an overview, which is hence why you like to know the medical history of your client. <laughs> because, you know... If you know they have these gene mutations or this will help you look into those gene mutations, that's really going to change, you know, my protocol versus like, no, you don't have those. You just have zero liver support in your life or something like that, you know? So mm -hmm. very important to kind of look at. But um, overall, I would say that your androgens are still a little higher than an, I personally like to see in an optimal range. So then we start digging as to like, what is driving those things up? Um, you know, and you know, some things that can do that are, uh, parasites, you know, parasites, inflammation, um, stress, um, alcohol is another really big one. Um, all of these things can impact that. So then you, you go down the rabbit hole of, you know, working with your client and talking and being like, okay, where do we think this is what's going on so that we can really start to, you know, figure that out. Something that I did really like to see, um, is that you weren't favoring your alpha pathway. You were favoring your beta pathway, which is really great. Um, alpha pathway makes your androgens way more androgenic in terms of like unwanted hair growth, unwanted hair loss. Um, I see this a lot with PCOS clients um, where they'll favor the alpha pathway, even if their androgens are overall low. And that's where everyone gets confused because they ran a blood test and they're like, my testosterone was low. Like my DHEA was low. Why am I having these symptoms? My doctor said I don't have PCOS. Um, and that's where I really like the Dutch test because we can come in and we can see which pathway those things are going down, which I think is really, really cool. Um, and then, Again, I don't want to keep us here all day. I do just really want to take a, a brief look at your cortisol pattern to explain what was going on here because I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Um, 
So the day you took this, your Dutch test, you had a headache. Yep. And um, we of can course. all see the exact moment when Caitlin took ibuprofen. <laughs> I tried to wait. So I was like, I can't take it. I'm doing this Dutch test and I know it's going to have an yeah. effect on it. And then I was just like, oh my gosh, I yeah. need ibuprofen. Yeah. So we have to we have to think about that in terms when we look at this test. So when we look at a, a diurnal pattern of cortisol, we like to see it go up, down, and down, right? Um, so I hope if you can watch the video at this point so you can see the screen, this will be really helpful. But hers goes up slightly down and then really, really, really high right after she took ibuprofen. So if I didn't know she had taken ibuprofen, I would be like, oh my goodness, Caitlin, like, do you have like massive parasites? Did you really spike your blood sugar? Like, did you just get into a car accident? Like what happened to make your cortisol go that high? Um, and that's where, again, it's important to look at this pattern. Cause if we were just looking at the total of your free cortisol, it's really, really, really high. Mm -hmm. Um, but your cortisol overall isn't actually that high. It's just they take into account the total of it. So when it jumped really, really high after you took that ibuprofen, that went into the total of free cortisol. So, um, you know, this is where knowing the situation of what was going on that day, making sure you're correlating everything. But I would just say overall, she definitely needs some adrenal support here. Um, in terms of the minerals that support her adrenals. I'm not going to put her on like, um, I'm not saying you have adrenal fatigue because it's more the hiccup between the hypothalamus, the pituitary and the adrenal axis. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I know one of the things that we really talked about was getting sunlight on your eyes first thing in the morning, you know, getting outside and getting nightlight, you know, making sure you really are following that circadian pattern. Right. Um, and getting those minerals in. So we really talked about all the minerals you need to support your adrenals. Um, you know, it's not just taking a supplement. It's like adapting that lifestyle that really supports a healthy circadian rhythm and a happy hormones and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so there's so much more on the Dutch test. We can look at organic acids and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But that's just a little brief snapshot of, you know, it literally explained there, like, why you were struggling to lose weight, like, why, you know, your skin got massively, like, like, amazing after your protocol. Um, we explained your gut issues right there. It's like your sodium was so low, your stomach acid was so low. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was really cool to see, okay, my symptoms and correlating with that with my lab and then figuring out why is my lab showing this? Because you can't just supplement the lab. You need to figure out why and you need to put those pieces together. Um, and really that's when you can, you know, follow your protocol and really start to see those results. So, um, yeah, we're going to run your retest soon, which I'm really excited wait. about, but share a little bit, um, what happened like after you started implementing your protocol. Well, after the tears all passed. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Okay. So something else I forgot to mention about this testing is I was a weed smoker for, since I was 19 years old, every single day, I am 32 now, but I quit, I quit in 2021. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then I was 10 months sober from it. Dad passed. I retracted. It's fine. 
But then I knew when I was doing this testing, I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, this is definitely going to show up in my testing some way, somehow. So I think I was off of it for like a month and I've been off of it ever since. That was Mm -hmm. August of last year. Um, So I'm really excited to see how that improves too because I I know that that has an effect. I I didn't know if you were comfortable sharing that or not. I totally but forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's like, fine. Not that's even a part of my life anymore. One of the big reasons I think why your testosterone in your DHEAS was so high because that has been shown to raise those, you know, because it, it does cause that inflammation in the body and yeah. it, it does suppress that communication. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see what those yeah. androgens look like. Yeah. So we've got that, that – you know, I know will help improve. And then once I started my protocol, you know, I was emotional. I was starting to be able to feel my emotions without just pushing them under the rug, which was really nice. Um, But I lost 10 to 12 pounds, like almost fairly quickly, just like effortlessly too, which I had not done ever. Well, in a really long time. Um, I don't have anxiety anymore. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, occasionally, but not as much as I was dealing with it. Um, I feel like my focus has been a lot better. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe that's because I'm not smoking anymore, but I feel like I'm actually able to get things done and stick to my schedule and whatnot. Um, Gut health has definitely improved um, because I was – you know, we're improving my sodium, but we also, I started taking digestive bitters and I just feel like that has really helped a lot. You, um, you ended up on, you had to go through a protocol for your gut yeah. too. Cause oh, when yeah, we put all of your H-Pylori. stuff together, you had yep, H. pylori. So, yep. I had to do it. My boyfriend also had to do it because it transfers through spit. So if I have it, gross. then he has it. So <laughs> yeah, I know it's so, so gross. Um, but yes, we went through that protocol and saw great things from it. Um, I think that would be the biggest things. I'm not really – I get headaches, but they're more tension headaches, which mm-hmm. those – they're not really hormonal headaches, but I, those have been um, less, maybe because I'm less stressed or managing my stress better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also stress management has just been better. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't – powerlifting all the time, which when I do, when I am training, I still follow my cycle. I, you know, I'm a strong believer that women need to lift weights all month long, even in your luteal and your menses phase, we just switch it up differently. So, um, I think also just paying more attention to that and, you know, incorporating more self-care, more baths. And, um, Mm -hmm. when I was training for my last meet, I made sure that on days that I was lifting heavy, I always took a magnesium potassium bath at the Mm -hmm. end of the day um, or did a foot soak if I couldn't get in the bathtub Um, just because I really wanted to take care of myself and not put my body in a more stressful situation. So doing things like that, I got an acupressure mat, which is awful, but awesome at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the first time I got on it, I was like, how am I ever going to do this? (laughs) I am telling you, uh, acupressure mat has been good. 
Yeah. The first five minutes are awful, but if you can power yeah. through it, then it's like, oh, okay. This is actually oddly relaxing. Um, you know, getting massages, doing things that just were going to help bring my stress level down because like we talked about, that was a huge thing yeah. that came up in all of my tests. Yeah. Laying off the ibuprofen. <laughs> yeah. We got you some leafy prana. Um, yeah. Leafy Prana needs to sponsor us. We talk about them all Seriously. the time. That <laughs> is the magnesium on. cream from Rocasa. Now when I have a Stuff headache, so because good. it's, like I said, I typically typically get tension headaches. I just mm-hmm. put it on the back of my neck and my shoulders and it helps so much. Just as quick as ibuprofen uh, would. Um, you guys can always go get yourself some Rocasa. Um, Leah B., like my name B saves you 20% on your first order. But when I had mastitis, I literally came downstairs with magnesium and I was like, put this on the back of my neck because I did, I got a really bad headache, but I, I don't know if it was just, you know, cause you have mastitis or whatever, but I was right. just sitting like there like, put this on my, my neck. Put please. it all over me, please. <laughs> yes, <I'm> like, <laughs> fix <everywhere>. me. <laughs> that stuff is life changing. Oh my gosh. I don't think I've tried none of their products that I have tried. I have have been like non life changing. Like yeah. Um, I mean, even Seb started to get sick the other day. Okay, I say the other day it was like months ago, and he goes and I said, okay, well, you need to take this, this, and this. And he goes, I already did. What's next on the list? (laughs) I think he already knows. You've turned him into a monster, but like a good monster. Yeah. Um, I, I love their products. Um, they're so good anyways. So that's a little bit about, um, the labs that we run in hormone reset premium access. So, um, Caitlin is one of our co-coaches in there and hormone reset premium access is literally what it sounds. It's premium access, right? You know, you, you are getting labs are included. You are, you know, working with us one-on-one. Um, everything is very personalized and I really think hormone reset premium access is, um, if you like the numbers, you're, you'll like the labs, right? Or if you're really, really busy and you're like, I don't even have time to think about managing how to do this into my schedule. We obviously walk you through exactly step-by-step how to do that. Um, and the other one I really think is if you have a very severe condition that's been either severe or just very chronic, you know, um, that extra step of starting with labs, um, can be very, very useful. Um, so yeah, we've had a lot of night shift nurses, you know, we've had a lot of moms, um, a lot of business owners, you know, people that are very, very busy, um, helping adapt their schedule. Um, a lot of clients with endometriosis, um, Hashimoto's, um, mold illness, chronic fatigue, uh, brain fog, you know, all, all very common things that we deal with, you know, can't lose weight no matter what, extreme bloating, you know, extreme skin issues. Um, we just had a client, um, she's just graduated and she literally was like, Leah, I, I just, was constipated like her whole life. Like she would never be able to have bowel movements without using like suppositories or like heavy dose, like magnesium citrate or something. And she's like, I have bowel movements by myself, like all by myself in the morning. I just go. And I truly like, it is like, do you want to understand how life-changing regular bowel movements are? (laughs) So life-changing. Oh, and that was the root cause of her acne. Like her skin cleared up. She's like, I've never had like 
clear skin before. But, you know, toxins got to get out somewhere, right? If we're not yeah. pooping them out, they're going to come out through your skin. So something to keep in mind. Um, well, this was fun. <laughs> so, so we should fun. do this again. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to when I get my retest done. Yeah. And just see the improvements. Yeah. So it will excited. be fun. All right, ladies. We'll chat with you later. Um, as always, you can go to the link in the show notes to apply for premium access, hormone reset premium access, or you can go to leahbrugman.com and apply there as well all the places thank you for listening to today's episode of balancing hormones naturally if you found this helpful i would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag balancing hormones naturally podcast so we can get this message out you can find me on instagram at leah underscore b-r-u-e-g and i would absolutely love to hear from you